My Hero Academia comes out in February. And you know what, Kenneth? I think me and Brandon have been um, asking you over and over again to watch it. My Hero and what? Academia. I don't watch nothing demonic. It's not demonic. Why is it not Anime. Anime is a. It has spirits, and I don't do that. Anime does not have spirits. Okay. You would say that because you and you. Oh, I want you to watch it. And you know what? That's why you would say it. I don't watch Harry Potter. I don't watch no Vampire Diaries, and I don't watch no Hero Academia. You should be ashamed of yourself. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture. Because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. How's everyone doing? I would like to know is everyone still saying Happy New Year? Okay, producer Brandon is. Kenneth has on a, a Happy New Year hat. And I would like to say that our studio is decorated with Happy New Year decorations. Yeah. It's actually Happy New Year's Day. And people say Happy New Year's, but it yeah. was supposed to be Happy New Year's Day. Right, but then and you can still say Happy, Happy New Year. You can say Happy New Year. But not Happy New Year's. But not Happy New Year's. Mm-mm, but you only didn't. say that when, it's, when you're talking about New Year's Day. So people can say, what are you doing on New Year's? Because you're re- referencing New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. people started saying, New Year, Happy New Year's, Happy New Year. It's Happy New Year. Right. Or just, Happy New Year's Day. Because I didn't get multiple years. Right. I just got one. So if anybody out there doing two years at the same time, let me know. The grammar not seeing me is wanting to explain what's happening, but I feel like I'm going to keep my mouth shut. It's simply mm-hmm. the apostrophe S. Everyone ignores that that apostrophe is there. It's a possessive year, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we're saying, right? It's true. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what we learned about that. We learned about that in uh, uh, Sunday school. Don't ignore <coughs> an apostrophe. Mm-hmm. White Jesus told me that. That'll change your whole life. You can change everything by ignoring an apostrophe. Absolutely everything. So, right. with that being said, Happy New Year's Day. Great. So, Kenneth, um, how was your week? <laughs> Why y'all laugh at me? <laughs> I just feel like y'all just be judged. My week was 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 great. Uh, can you um elaborate? Oh, y'all want me to y'all want me to expound? Yeah, expand. Oh, sure. Um, well, it started out at the clinic. Great. Um, I got my results back. Got it. And I'm good. See, this is perfect because let's say talking about that apostrophe, if it was Kenneth's. Mm-hmm. Kenneth apostrophe S, Kenneth's STD. It's um, yours, right? But if it was no apostrophe, then it'd be like five Kenneths, right? And their STD collectively, right? Right. <laughs> so my chlamydia is gone, <laughs> my gonorrhea is gone, <laughs> and my gout then went down. Your gout went down, and I just want to say that I no longer have to take sugar pills. Got it. What about your fibromyalgia? Because that'd be acting. That up. was misdiagnosed. Got it. It wasn't fibromyalgia, but what it was. <laughs> I had a pituitary <laughs> gland issue. Fibromyalgia. algebra. <laughs> yeah, I don't have fibromyalgia algebra no more. That doctor made a mistake. I was watching an episode of I think it was Hoarders. Oh my god, 
tears. I was crying tears. Why you laughing at them people? The lady, <laughs> you know how they get all mad when you take their stuff and everything, and yep. she was acting up. Yeah. But she didn't want to leave her chair. But she did get out of her chair when they went to take something. She get up and start yelling as soon as they want her to clean up. Oh my my fibromyalgia is acting up. <laughs> I said this lady <laughs> is a character. Uh, oh, our professor last semester showed us an episode of that to talk about that is because it's a disorder mm-hmm. and i just was sitting in class and i was like oh i can't work with this population because i'm laughing i just was like i know it's a real thing but i was just like baby you just need to clean up and throw all that stuff you just away need to throw it the away. daughter was so mad i just can't stand it she won't clean up nothing oh god that's really what it is like you gotta just throw mm-hmm. stuff away mm-hmm. well anyway i would just like to say to everybody welcome welcome uh marcellus how was your week wow this uh, is a new year. Why? Cause you changing. How? You asked me. I didn't have to like lead you into asking. I me. always want to ask you, but you cut me off. Well, wanting to ask me, you and don't actually never ask me. Is let never, me ask you. No, no, no. Nothing. I be trying to ask you First, a lot. I need you to get your voice back. I be trying to ask you a lot, but and listen, you don't want me to do nothing. I be just, if I, I like, leave it up to you, you wouldn't ask me to the end of the episode. No, that's not true, Marcellus. Like I did just right now. How was your week? My week was great, Kenneth great 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 i've been getting some good news at work i've been getting some good news everywhere else and i feel like i am just in a place of uh what's the word i'm in a place, a place of, of confusion yeah i am in a, a place of a progression that's oh, where i'm going it was I, one of them shuns it was yeah it okay. started with a p that's all i knew okay i'm in a okay. place of progression got and it. i am got trying it. to stay positive always that's how i feel good well that i'm glad we was worried for about a split second but you pulled through i pulled through i would just like to say marcella says have a glass of wine and that's why he's on point today <laughs> uh if you all have noticed the last why few do episodes, you always have to try to point that out well you pointed it out to me ever since let i me, met you let me I met let me sponsor. let me take my now narrative all of a sudden, i don't see his sponsor no more the reason why you is because i think that it gives a good like for me it's a tradition whenever i record you know have a little glass of wine so is your tradition to drink every day? No, we don't record every day. Well, you drink every day. I do not drink every day. Now, listen, you're not going to play listen, me. You do not even know my yesterday, life. Yesterday, he I do went not. in the refrigerator. He had a choice of a Capri Sun, water, milk, coffee. What he drink? Seagram's. <laughs> don't even, first of all, I don't even drink Seagram's. Yes, he do. So you a Yes, lie. he do. I, first of all, I'm the one who drink the Seagram's. He going to drink all my Seagram's. <laughs> can, can I have one of your... Uh, you don't even drink that. You talk about me. For saying it's sugar, but because it's alcohol, and he can't help himself. That's like, like a, little a kid. soda. But he got to have it though. I just need y'all to understand. It's mine. I bu- I don't drink. Actually, there's only I six of those. them. No, no, we're talking in general now. We didn't move on. No, no, and no. What happens if you're gonna is, be correct? Be he correct. Goes if you're gonna insult me, insult like, me correctly. Easy. Oh, can I have one of those cameras? So I want y'all to know something. Those little Marcellus, ones, the little can ones. I bought. If those. it's alcohol, it's like an ant to sugar. He gonna come, and you gonna come back to your picnic table. And it's gonna be a bunch of ants. Marcellus loves It's gonna be me leading ants. It's the gonna ants be Marcellus come one by one. <laughs> right. Marcellus, right. yeah. ah, He don't care what it is, and that's okay. Live your truth. You know what? Live what I've learned in my life. Anybody listening? In in almost my thirty years, what I've learned is people gonna always find something, but they love to be around you. That's just what it is. Well, all I figured out is <laughs> live your truth. Now, Marcellus is, is an wine. alcoholic. I, you cannot I throw like that sugar. word around. And that's all there is to it. 
Okay, and I just want everybody to know in 2020, the most courageous thing you could do is be yourself. Speaking of you loving sugar, you did really good on your whole 30. I want to tell you, Thank I realized you. you didn't even go for the sugar because I, I kept, didn't. I tried to set you up. I left I cake know. outside your door and everything. He listened. You that's what the devil will do. He'll you use the one closest to and you. And I came in there and put some pound cake on your upper lip. He and did. <laughs> he did. And I got up and I said, the devil is alive. <laughs> I blew them crumbs off my face and I put some bless oil on my lips and went back to sleep. <laughs> Because the devil will try to use you. Oh, that's funny. Those are, I'm going to do the whole 30 again. I'm doing it February 1st because it happens to be 30 days in February or something close to that. So I figured I don't have to worry about the number count. So it's close. What I say close to that? I left it out like Amazon does for your deliveries. Uh, we might deliver to you today. We might not. And so what I just said was close to 30 days. So just like Amazon, y'all take it how you hear it. I'm going to tell you right now. I started to do it right now, but I said, no, I'm going to wait. But I haven't eaten healthy, y'all. I'm um, proud of you. Uh, although I did have a brownie and ice cream last night, but that was because I was filming something. So other than that, I've been doing really good with my sugar intake. But I'm going to start to scale back. I love the Whole30. It was great to do it, and I lost six pounds. So I didn't even tell nobody that. Can you eat Whole30? You sure can. And oxtails? Yeah, absolutely. Got it. So you just can't eat no rice, and you can't eat no bread, and you can't eat no sugar, and you can't have alcohol. Wow. So you're not gonna be able so to do it. You can't have fun. Yeah, you ain't gonna. Have, you ain't gonna be able to have fun. You can't have no fun. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to do all thirty. <laughs> but I tell you what, I I lost six pounds and I was happy about that. Well, I don't that's know where good. I'm at now, we'll uh, Although I would like to tell everybody, live your best life, live your best truth. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to do anything that you're not comfortable doing. If you don't want to diet, don't diet. Just be happy with the way you are. Right. Okay. The most important thing is that you love yourself. All the diets, they just lies anyway. Yeah, just love yourself. Just eat in moderation. I just would like to see what it would like to have a six pack. That's all I'm doing it for. Complete yeah. vanity. I just would like to know what it would be like to live a life on this planet before I die with a six pack. That's it. Gotcha. Just to see how the world treats you. Yeah. I can't make myself taller, but I can make my muscles come out. Got it. So that's all I'm going to do. Marcella, tell everybody what our topic is today. Our topic for today is. Our fave political movies and television. Oh, I love this topic. I love politics. Politics are important. I cannot wait to tell you guys my favorite political movie. And I especially stayed away from these movies that were like kind of political, but comedies. Mm -mm. This is like for real, for real movies about politics. So just to say there were some ones that try to sneaky, they were kind of sneaky. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, we're gonna go into this. But right now, what are we gonna do? We are going to do our lights, camera, action. All right, Marcellus. Now, as you have known, those who have been listening faithfully this whole season, we are sticking to going ahead and giving people calls. Why? Because we think it's fun, and we like stressing people out with these random calls. And they're like, "What? What? What?" Mm -hmm. So Ken and I have picked yet another two people. We are going to call them, and we're gonna ask them. Three questions, and all they have to do is answer those questions. Right. And like I always say, beware, you might get the call. You might get the call. You might get the call. Okay, Marcellus, who are you calling? I am calling a good friend of mine who I work with. Okay. And her name is Lisette. Okay. And you want to know what's funny? Lisette told me she saw you guys at uh, Century City. Oh, really? And she went to the movies, too, and I was going to text you guys, and now I forgot. <laughs> I probably was drinking. When did she? Why she didn't um, come and say nothing to us? 
Um, she said she thought she saw you. She didn't know for sure. So then she texted me after. It was like, hey, I think I saw Ken, you know, your roommate. Blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, where were you at? She was like, Central City. I was like, yep, that was them. Oh, let's say it next time. Say something else. Okay. Okay. Anywho, let's do this. I'll be more than happy to say hi to you, Lisette. Uh-oh, she's not picking up. Lisette! Marcella said it like she can hear you. Right. She's not picking up. She must still be sleepy. She's still asleep. Hi! Unfortunately, I cannot come to the phone right now. Please leave me your name, number, and a brief message. The good thing is when no emergency... Lisette, call me back. Lisette, this is Ken. And this is Marcellus. And you were going to be on my fave You live, sure were. But Have you I? didn't answer the phone. Answer the phone. Bye. Okay, who you calling next? Okay. I do have a plan B, too, in case my person don't pick up. You got to always have a plan B. Because you guys, you always do, because you never know. I always have plan B, because you never know. You might be pregnant. This happened to be last week. I am going to call my sister-in-law. Rachel Hankins. Okay, let's see if Rachel picked up. Are you sure she's not at home? She is at church? Well, she got kids. You never know when people got kids. She might be at church. It's two. She go to a Baptist church? Oh, uh, no. Then, yeah, she out. Oh, no, she not out. Baptist, no. Baptist be out. You've just reached Rachel. Uh-huh. She's still at church. I'm going to give you a pass, Rachel, because I think you might be at church. <laughs> She's still at church. It's 11. Okay, you go ahead and call, and I'm going <laughs> go to go back to the drawing board here, and I'll be ready. Okay, let's see. That ain't his fault, these people. Hello, Auntie. How are you? I'm finding you, honey. How are you doing? <laughs> good. Good. Hey, guess. Auntie Jackie. You hear Marcellus? Hey, Marcellus. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fine. How that old crazy ass dog pee <laughs> <laughs> I just had to like. the house. His ass is barking. He's crazy. <laughs> Pierre, walk. <laughs> <laughs> <He> crazy <laughs> auntie you were on live with me and marcellus for our podcast my fave what <laughs> you're crazy yes See, well, listen, listen, it ain't going to take long. We're going to ask you, I want to ask you like three questions. You're a part of our little trivia question. So we're going to ask you, if you were stranded on a deserted island and you could have only one item, what would it be? I think she's going to say Jack Daniels. (laughs) I'm going to say some toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you, you know what that's actually really good when you think about it because when I see these people on Survivor and stuff they don't might bring toilet paper. They couldn't have leave gonna get rough and then you gonna have nothing to get your ass together. You know what I mean? <laughs> I absolutely agree. Okay, let me ask you this question: Do you believe in luck, or do you believe we make our own luck? What do you believe? Do you believe in luck, or do you believe that people make their own uh, luck? 
when people say, oh, you were lucky, uh-huh. I'd be thinking that's God. I bet that'd be God. Ah, I like that. So you'd be like, okay. Okay. Okay, I get that. I get that. And let me ask you this question. I don't know this answer, but I want to know, what is your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Um, I think I know this. Um, I think it's dinner. We? Oh, I was surprised. I thought you were going to say breakfast. Okay, dinner. Dinner. Okay, why is dinner your favorite meal of the day? Yeah, I don't know, because I don't, I don't know. It's more hearty, and you can, you like, okay, so you plan, like, I might say, oh, I'm going to do greens. I'm going to do gravy and rice and all that type of stuff. Yeah. That type of thing. You, so you breakfast really get is it. always breakfast. Dinner is different. You can do different You things know what that is? is always breakfast. Oh my God, that's so true. When I have breakfast, it's pretty much going to be eggs and some bacon and some. But when it comes to dinner, it could be a lot of things. Somebody may disagree with us, but you're right. For me, breakfast tends to be the same things all the time: eggs, bacon, and some potatoes. Eggs, bacon, potatoes. I might add some stuff to the eggs, but you're right. Okay. Well, listen. Thank you so much for answering that question. Thank you. You're welcome. And there's anything you want to say to the audience, anybody that's listening? Uh, no, just be true to yourself and be real. Hey! Be real. real. Keep it real, keep it live, and keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to get that tattooed on my neck. Keep it live, keep it real, keep okay. it moving. Bye, pumpkin okay. pie. Okay, bye. bye-bye, you guys. Oh, my God. She's, I love her so much. She's so, I think I'm going to call Montreal. Okay, Monty. I this, like to call him Monty. This should be interesting. Let's see if he picks up. He should be available. He should be available. Let's see. It's a lot of rings. I know. You see how my people do me? It's a lot of rings. I got one more person after this, and I'm giving up. Okay. Okay. Montreal. Your call has been oh, forwarded to an automated voice. Oh, 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 you should have left him a message. Stranded on you should have left him a message. No, he don't deserve one. Oh my God, Montreal. You know who the last person is, and he gonna be real happy. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. I think I already know. <laughs> already know. I already know. Oh, your people are not picking up today. They rude. You see They're that? not picking up today. Hi, you've reached Eddie Edward Lee Clark. Oh. And not only that, I got forwarded at least three times. Wow. Well, America, that should let you know. <laughs> well, listen, it is it is a Sunday, but the thing is, um, we figured our friends and family would be available at this time. It's not late. It's well, not early. Ken, I'm going to ask you three questions then. Oh, God. What did you have for dinner last night? Uh, last night, I had um, some fried chicken, and I had breakfast for dinner. I had uh, eggs, pancakes, and um, bacon and a little pizza, like little party wings. Okay. And yeah. then, what do you do for a living? Maybe, oh. our, maybe our audience doesn't fully know. Well, what I do for a living is I am a drug pusher. 
um, drug pusher. Okay. I push drugs of happiness. No, <laughs> what I do for a living is right now I work in social services. And I'm a, an actor and I'm an improviser. But my social work is my survival job until I can book some acting gigs. Nice. Come on, survival job. So that's what I do. As I do mental health services and I work with uh, kids from 5 to 18. Nice. Know, with parents and stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing until I book um, some acting jobs. I always get a lot of auditions to go do background work and stuff right now. But I haven't been able to do that because I've been doing my 9 to 5 job. And oh, of course, Montreal is calling back. Look, of course, he's calling back. You can take take my show. Hello, saw the interviews on the condom last night or what? Oh, <laughs> well, oh, my, my, oh, <laughs> Macho, you are on, oh, you are on my fave. I could not have asked for a better. <laughs> oh, that was phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah, Marcellus so, had a great week. I have three questions to ask you. Wow. But I'm just gonna ask you one because you had such a bang as you came in. So Montreal. Ooh, hey Montreal. Hello everyone. What is your yep, spirit animal? Is right. My favorite animal? Your spirit animal. Oh spirit animal. Hmm. Let's see. Oh. I would say. Uh, oh, I love this show. Uh, mm. I told you you can't trust nothing my friends say when they oh answer the phone. Oh my gosh. I would say a um a jaguar. Okay. A jaguar. A jaguar. Yeah. Why? Because um the way they walk is like very like, I don't know, how they handle their prey. It's very like not I don't know, it's just something about them like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, yeah. So we're doing calls to random people, and I called four of my friends, and nobody answered, including you. But then you called back. So thanks. I think uh, I would like to say thank you for calling back. <laughs> that was phenomenal. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Bye, my trail. Hoarding America on BET. I'm Guy Daniels, and we'll be taking a look behind closed doors of one of the most substantial issues facing all Americans, and that's hoarding. Malcolm, don't touch that over there. That's mine. Don't touch it. Mama, 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 it's a communion. It's a box of communion crackers. He said, do ye this and remember to me. How am I remember if it ain't here? Mama, you've been doing this. It's a whole two Shut years. Up. I'm your mama. I said, don't touch it. You know I need that shit. That's mine. Mama, do you need all of these pots and pans? Yes. You don't need all these. Mama, there's 52 pots. I got the collection from Paula Dean. Mama, Paula Dean don't even like I us. I said don't touch it. <sighs> now, where the fuck are my cigarettes? Do you want to know what's going on behind your neighbor's door, behind your co-worker's door? Orders look like you and me. God, I just can't do this. Mm. I can't. There's too many people in my house and touch yeah. my stuff, and I don't know what to do. My anxiety is up. I can't find my cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I can't do this no more. Um, how long have you been hoarding? I've been hoarding. Oh, no, I'm not a hoarder. Oh, okay. You're not ready to admit then that you hold on to things. I'm ready. It's okay. This is what we're here for. I'm Guy Daniels with Hoarding America, and we're not going anywhere. Put that down! Okay. Hoarding America. We'll go behind those doors and take a closer look. 
What's going on in the mind of these people? Now, this is a scrapbook that I made back in uh, 1982. And I, the reason I want to keep it is because, well, I, I, yeah, I understand there's no pictures in it, but the reason I want to keep it is because I may decide to do it again um, and take the pictures from night. I don't have the pictures anymore, but you know, there's things I really want to do. Um, yeah. That's right on BET, Hoarding America. Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 Eastern Time. I'm Guy Daniels. Tune in to Hoarding America on BET. Welcome back. Oh, welcome back. And if you've been here since the beginning of this episode, we are here for all of it. Yes, I guess we are. Yes. So, Kenneth. Yes, yes. It's your turn. Uh, for what? Because you said you was born ready. Uh, you want me to talk about condoms? No, I want you to talk about your TV show. <laughs> oh, well, I don't do TV shows. I do movies. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Ken. I am the movie guy. And I'm going to tell you guys about my favorite. <sighs> oh, my God. My favorite political movie of all time. I love politics a lot. So when it came to this topic, I was like super excited about it because you know, you don't get a lot of good movies that talk about politics every once in a while. But there's some good ones, guys. There's some good ones. Okay, I'm about to go. I'm about to go way back in the past, you guys. But just bear with me. I'm going to take you guys back to 1939. This is a very classic uh, political movie. It's a black and white. It's Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. This is a freaking dope political movie. Because it's just a very simple premise. And, and, and here it is. You got James Stewart. And he is like, okay, think about the Boy Scouts. So he's like over the Boy Scouts. But um, the Boy Scouts didn't want to be a part of this movie. So they had to change the name to like the Boys Republic or some else, some other name like that. I don't know why. But what I do know is his uh, uh, governor of his state appointed him as a senator for his state and um, to fill a vacancy. And he goes to Washington and he starts to want to do real change. <laughs> Basically it. So there's a lot of corruption that he has to deal with. They thought he was just going to come in there. Uh, they thought that they can kind of bribe him to do whatever they wanted him to do. They being the other um, senators and some other political people. And so he kind of went in there and was just like, nah, I'm, I, I want to do right. Like, let's do right by the people. So that's why they call it Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And uh, Jefferson Smith is played by James Stewart, which is America's just amazing leading guy so i just want y'all to know that um the movie was kind of denounced by the washington insiders they all thought that's not how we are we're not we're not like that in the movie like we're not like that we we really do take care of business so a lot of washington insiders didn't like the movie the press corps didn't like the movie because they said they were depicted as being people who just go to bars and drink and stuff like that so everybody at the time did not really like the movie at all so um it seems like the movie was about politics but it was very political and then not to mention that um, the people in Europe and stuff didn't want the movie to be shown over there because there was very fascist at the time. And so they were like, no, nah, we don't want this movie that shows that like democracy works. So it was not well received outside of the United States. And then the people in the United States didn't really like it. Mm. So, um, but it turns out to be a classic and it won an Oscar, uh, for best actor. It won best picture and it won best director. 
and everybody who um, knows anything about a really good black and white movie even though like if i had like if our topic if you guys listen to us we talk about black and white this could have been one of my picks for best black and white movie but it's a political movie and it's just about the underdog it's about somebody who's naive to the way things work in the world and in politics and they go in with just a heart of gold wanting to do right by the people Mm -hmm. and so you're gonna have to watch the movie to see how it all plays out but it is called mr smith goes to washington and it is a phenomenal film that's literally about politics and the studio built an exact replica of what the senate chamber looks like it was the largest um set at the time for columbia studios so i'm just telling you guys it's a really really good movie it's good acting Everybody in it is good, and it's about politics. So, what that's would your my... character name be if he was in it? Oh, my 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 character's name would be uh, Jefferson Jeffo. Jefferson Jeffo. Jefferson Jeffo. And what does Jefferson Jeffo do? Well, Jefferson Jeffo is a, a school teacher. Oh. And Jefferson Jeffo works over at Duncan Middle School, and what he would want to do is to go and change the rules so that all the kids get books. <laughs> Got it. Why did you laugh? No, nothing. nothing. You don't believe be, you don't believe his mission, so that all the kids can have books. Yeah, I believe it. Do you think that would be a good way to change things and and be about politics? It'd be great. You you believe that with all your heart? All my heart. Okay. All right. Well, that's my pick, you guys. It's not long because there's nothing else more to say about it other than what I just said. Okay, it's a really good movie. And to all of our listeners, I know we have a very young demographic. Go back and watch these movies, you guys, that we're talking about and these television shows that we're talking about because they're really good. And that's all you have this podcast because we're so passionate about our favorite movies and television shows, okay? So go watch Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's a great popcorn flick like to cuddle up and watch on like a Friday night. Okay, I'm done. That's very good, Kenneth. <laughs> so impressed. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, hopefully Ken will ask me what my favorite TV show is. I always do. Imagine owning the world's greatest collection of songs you've never heard before. I've been feeling good and I've got an epic collection of songs with a variety of flavors from such artists as John L. Runnings. My heart is mumbling, my stomach's rumbling, I think I got diarrhea for you. Oh, girl, get out the way, I gotta go, I gotta get to the toilet. Oh, I'm not gonna make it move, girl, move. We can dessert after this? Ah, uh, let's not forget Randy Jepsen's sweet love song, Bus Pass to Your Heart. Got a bus pass to your heart. I'm gonna take the 409 to the 522. Till I get to you. But how about that funky good tune from two soul brothers who are actually brothers? Bobby and Matt. Is that a roach? Is that a roach? Is that a roach? On your purse. In your car. On the roof. Roach on the wall. I don't like no roaches on me. I think I see a roach. Oh no. Get off me roach. Get off me roach. On my foot. Stepped on a roach. Roach in the tub, roach on the coach, rubber dub dub, all in the tub, roach in the cornflakes. Oh. 
Girl, get that roach. That's a big roach. Girl, get that. That one's pregnant. For only $2.99, you can bring this collection of songs into your home and share it with your loved ones. No, really, have them buy one too. We produce way too many copies of the CD. What? I, I'm just trying to get these to move. I, I shouldn't say that on the recording. Well, fuck that shit. I'm going back to my trailer. <gasps> We're back. We back. Okay, it is now Marcellus' turn to share with this amazing audience. It is. And listeners. And all of those alike. Marcellus, what is your favorite political television show? I know what mine would be. Great. Um, my favorite, favorite political TV show, of course, has to have some drama as well as politics. <laughs> and it is Scandal. Ah, yes. <sighs> I love the love, the love, the scandal. Um, of course, our wonderful, wonderful Shonda Rhimes. Hey, Shonda. You know, she is amazing. Hey, Shonda. And basically, Shonda Rhimes, uh, she created the show. It aired in 2012. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? I said an ex-girlfriend named Roshonda. Roshonda. Mm. Well, we call her Roshonda. Roshonda? Mm-hmm. But it was actually an O. It was an O. But it was Roshonda. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was created by Shonda Rhimes, aired in 2012. And of course, it has the lovely Carrie Washington on hey, it. Hey, Carrie. Carrie Washington is just, she can do no wrong in my eyes. None. Especially because they caught that glimpse of her and she was at a Beyonce concert uh, trying to hide, but uh, it was living her best life. Uh, so she wins in my book. Um, Carrie Washington is Olivia Pope, the one, I mean, none other than Olivia Pope. And hmm. she owns a crisis management firm. Mm-hmm. And basically, she has a. Um, people under her her employees and everything and all that but the whole show is about all like the stuff that comes up with like anything that goes wrong they send in olivia pope to yes. come and clean up. she is the cleanup woman Woo. and fun fact she was based off of an actual character yes 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 in um in washington in washington a black woman in <laughs> and power and <laughs> it's just amazing for them to kind of come up with what they came up with and that show, because I remember at one point, everybody was talking about uh, Scandal because God. it was nothing but drama. But she was Phenomenal. with um, Fitzgerald. President Fitz. And President Fitz. And it was, I don't know. That show is just amazing. I can't get enough of it. Still, I think it's still choice. a great show. It's an excellent choice. It ended, but it's like. I didn't finish it. Divine. I need to go back and watch the last season. I started the last season, but I didn't finish it. So mm. a part of me is just like, oh, let me go back. Like, that'd be a fun thing to go back and just put a nice little bow on it. But, huh. And none of it's been spoiled for me because I don't know what's happened. So let me, I need to hurry up before somebody spoil it. But Marcella, it's an excellent show. Who's your, who's your one of your favorite characters on the show? My, my favorite character is Olivia Pope. Oh. Like, because she is just, I want to be her. Coat wearing, wine drinking. Woo. Look at and you know it's taking place at the White House. You know it's like you got all these different things that come up. You got the president's. Uh, I mean, the first lady plays a big part in all of this too, and just everything that comes up. And I want to just tell y'all a little bit of you know the fun facts because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody knows Scandal. But if yeah. you don't know Scandal, uh, you need to go watch mm-hmm. it. What you doing? Mm-hmm. That was in 2012. Um, uh, Gabrielle Union and Taraji P Henson both auditioned to play Olivia. Oh. Mm-hmm. I could have um, seen Gabrielle Union. Yeah, I don't know about Taraji. I love no. Taraji, but that was that wouldn't have been that right fit no. for her. No. Um, the show has made television history more than once. 
uh, Kerry Washington became the first African-American female lead in a broadcast network drama series. Um, Teresa Graves played an undercover cop in Get Christy Love. Mm-hmm. Also, um, when Selma director Ava DuVernay directed the season three installment for this show, it was the first time a show created by a black woman starring a black woman um, and was directed by a black woman. Yeah, All at that. Yeah, like, once. So yes. I didn't even know Ava DuVernay directed an episode. I like, had no idea. And I love her. And I had no idea. Funny thing is Millie Grant, who mm-hmm. is the first lady, mm-hmm. she wasn't meant to be a series regular. Mm. She played the hell out of her role, people. Yeah. She was great. I love That's her to death. TV when you get extended. And that, like I that. mean, ultimately, that is just Scandal. Like, mm-hmm. Scandal is a good mm-hmm. show. And anything Shonda Rhimes puts her <laughs> hand on is just amazing. I watch Scandal because of the politics. Mm-hmm. So any show that's about politics, whether it's Designated Survivor, whether it's a movie, a Scandal, like I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot just because I like politics in general. But huh, this show had everything: drama, intrigue, mystery, suspense, and it was still always closely tied to what was going on in Washington. Oh, such a good show you guys such a great show oh. and i mean if anybody's like i said hasn't seen it you can see it on netflix of course you're a hulu's and you can go mm-hmm. on to uh amazon and get anything mm-hmm. if you pay for it so <laughs> i remember being in real time on facebook just literally talking to the facebook community about what was happening during scandal mm-hmm. and it would be a commercial and i'm like can you believe what papa pope just did and we would all be talking in real time and we'd be like okay gotta go it's back on like it that's how it was like we were engaged on social media mm-hmm. talking about the show and then right. the actors would tweet with you and they would talk to you and they'd be like this way to promote the show and they'd be like hey talk to us we'll be talking live with everybody during the show oh i never did that because i don't have like twitter but it was. anyway is pretty remarkable. It's a good choice. Yeah. I love it. And that's all I got. Okay, you guys. We'll be right back with our must watch. How you doing? This is Marcus Noah Garvey School for Reform Criminals. And we are here at live at the Linwood Women's Correctional Facility where I put on a woman's worth workshop where we talked about the emancipation of the placification of the justification of the maturation and the misogyny that can sometimes come in a circular force. Uh, we want to help empower the women so they can understand the misogyny and the encrogeny and then be able to see the celluloid value of their beliefs. Uh, I've interviewed uh, three women, and I just want them to just very briefly tell us what you got from the Women's Worth Workshop. Hi, my name is Tina, and I am just so happy to be a part of this because Mm. I learned so much. Deep down in the cervix of my spiritual being, I learned that I am the number one Wonder Woman who lives on top of the woman who lives in the shoe with her six kids. And that was deep when I learned that because I didn't even know anything about the six kids because I thought it was only three. That's right. That's right. I just want to say thank you so much. We appreciate you participating in Women's Worth Workshop. I got another inmate here. How did you enjoy the, the workshop here? 
Oftentimes I've been objectified and I've been undignified and that's one of the reasons why I cut off my left breast like an Amazon because I want to be able to say that I am one woman. I no longer need penile interjections. All I need is two fingers to be able to come in and turn it around like tuna. A lot of times people see me and they say to me, how can you be and how can you exist? But I'm going to tell you right now, through the labia of my mind that has now been reunified to the cortex of my Q-tips, I see clearly down with the scrotums, up with the uterus. Thank you, Marcus Noah Garvey, School for Reform Criminals. This Women's Worth Workshop truly showed me my worth. One breast all day, one nation. All right, thank you, my sister. Appreciate her. Uh, we have another young lady uh, who also participated in the Marcus Noah Garvey School for Reformed Criminals Women's Work Workshop. What did you get out of the workshop, young lady? Hi, my name is Renee, and I just want to let you know that from this, I found out that my buzz cut is the center of my life, deep down within my heart and the ventricle mm -hmm. movements. I figured out I am a true lady who loves ladies. That's right. If you're looking for something to kind of tickle the scrotum of your mind and allow you to be able to see the libya of the libations that sometimes cause an erection of dysfunctional regret, you might want to be a part of Marcus Noah Garvey's School for Reform Criminals Women's Worth Workshop where we talk about the menstruation of the magistration. We oftentimes talk about the cervical Q-tip of the Flotex. And if you don't know and you always want to do it, we also want to talk about vagina virility and how you're able to come up from one level to the next. That's right. That's right. Marcus Noah Garvey School for Reformed Criminals. We are on tour right now with the Women's Worth Workshop currently at the Linwood Women's Correctional Facility. All you have to do is find us on MySpace and you'll be able to see where we're going to be next. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> did y'all see that? We did y'all see it? We took a simultaneous breath at the same simultaneous time. Simultaneous breath. And we're black. Did you just say a simultaneous breath at the same time? I did. <laughs> yep. A simultaneous breath at the same time. At the same time. Simultaneously. Simultaneously same. At the same time. Simultaneously. <laughs> 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 Kenneth, uh, what is your must watch? My must watch. I'm going to take y'all back to 2018. So I went all the way back to 1939. I'm going to bring y'all all the way back to the present. One of my favorite most recent political movies and there have been several but one of my favorite political movies that i have just seen recently which i just fell in love with was vice oh yeah uh, director and written by adam mckay this man knows comedy and then he can switch over to like really adam mckay has the ability to take very complicated topics and make them very easy and entertaining for us to understand right so we want to be entertained but it's also like really good information and Vice was these powerhouse cast of Steve Carell playing Donald Rumsfeld, Amy McAdams playing um, Donald, uh, um, Dick Cheney, uh, Lynn Cheney, his wife. You have um, Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. And you have this amazing, amazing script. And it's about Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was a Sam Rockwell played George W. Bush. Dick Cheney was the vice president to George W. Bush. And Dick Cheney was one of the most powerful vice presidents uh, in American history. 
because he very controversially was doing a lot of things behind the scenes under George W. Bush, knowing or unknowing. And it was just a time in history where things were happening and they were all because of Dick Cheney. And he rose up through the ranks through a Washington insider and through his wife and, you know, being connected and white privilege and all that. And next thing you know, he's being asked to be the vice president. And he's, I don't want to be the vice president because the vice president is just ceremonial and don't have no power. And George W. Bush was like, no, nah, don't worry. Sam Rockwell, by the way, played the hell out of George W. Bush. It was hilarious. Steve Carell, another comedic actor, played the hell out of Donald Rumsfeld. Y'all just need to understand, this movie was good. And I learned so much about what was going on during this time. He's the one, oh my God, so much stuff happened that really kind of shaped the world as we know it today. Pretty much, the, oh man, please do yourself a favor if you have not seen Vice and watch it. It is a must watch. I've never seen it. You need, oh. Marcellus, you're probably not going to see it. I'm not. But. It would change your life in a good way if you did take the time to see it. I believe you. I really do. This is why our listeners aren't going to see it because you don't really have any faith in my suggestions. Oh, no. They'll do it on their own. I believe in them. You are the co-host of the show. Yeah. So if you're not going to watch it, they're probably going to be influenced by the fact that you're not going to watch it. So you're just calling our listeners sheep? Yes, I am. Oh, no, that's and not you're true. you're a shepherd. Our, our listeners are empowered. They live their best life. And they do they do what they want to do. And they're mm. going to watch the show. No, I had a listener because you tell described me it. that I'm going to do it because you brought it up. But if you don't want to do it, then they also might be influenced by your lack of motivation and enthusiasm. Got it. You want to know what my uh, must-watch is? Yeah. Cool. Me too. My must watch is Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. You ever heard of that? <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's oh, great. What's his name again? Minaj. What's his name? <laughs> say it again. Minaj. No, say the whole word. The whole name. Hassan Minaj. I love that you said his name is Hassan Minaj. I like that. I, I've never, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, that's how, right now, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's on Netflix. It is a very fun show. He is a comedian, so it's hilarious. But he gets into a lot of politics yes. and like cultural things that's going on. Yes, and um, he kind of just gives the truth about things, though. Mm -hmm. Like he talks about just random stuff that's going on, mostly mm -hmm. politics, but just mm -hmm. digs into like what you don't know about it in the okay. background or why something is happening that way. So Ooh. one that like wasn't politics, for example, was like um, cruises, but mm -hmm. then he went deep into like what happens behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. How are the workers really treated? You mm -hmm. know, all that stuff. But it gives it a little comedic effect, which makes everyone kind of get into it more yeah. and like yeah. enjoy what he's saying. And then I like that he like gives these real stories and he doesn't like sugarcoat things mm -hmm. either. And then, of course, him adding the comedy to it. Yeah. Just, I think that really makes, I don't know. I think that makes the show better. And it being on Netflix, and it's a weekly show on mm -hmm. Netflix. Mm -hmm. So you can't go and, like, binge watch. You can binge watch what's already been aired, but. You can't go ahead. Weekly. Yeah, you, you can't go You gotta wait till the new episode comes out. So. I've seen a couple episodes. It's very funny. It's funny. And it is good, because he's telling the truth. So he's yeah. telling it in a, like, a very easy way for us to digest. Because we're laughing about it. He has a very interesting way of doing comedy. Like, 
to me it's um it doesn't seem traditional it seems like it has a lot of that like sarcasm or stuff that you got to like think about a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. and i like that kind of stuff i don't like when everything is always straightforward yeah okay so i love it i don't know I really that's a really it. good show you guys if you haven't seen it watch it we have a lot of time on our hands, everyone. Let's a just whole, watch a lot of television and movies. Lot of. And don't do anything else in life. Let's just watch TV and watch movies. There's really so much stuff out. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed. But we're going to try to weed through some of the choices for y'all. So you can just go with our choices. That yeah. way you don't have to feel overwhelmed. We're going to tell you our favorites from these genres. And we got some more genres to go. We really do. So stick around with us and where can they follow you they can follow me at kenneth brown on instagram that's your name on instagram Mm -hmm. i changed it so you can follow him at ken brown 79 i'm changing it not not you're changing it you said i changed it and you did not change it i'm listen that's fine his name is ken brown 79 y'all go still there I'm changing you can it, follow though. me at uh, Marcellus underscore kid. I'm, change I'm not changing it. I'm changing mine. I'm and not changing Marcellus's. I'm going to change mine. You can follow us at My Fave Podcast. Mine is going to be NinaSimone.com. <laughs> I can do Nina Simone. My back is long. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and now Edward called. Why is everybody calling no, me? No, answer it. Lissette called me in the middle of the episode, too. You should have answered it. I'm done with everybody. Answer it. Hello? Hello? No, 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 Hello, who it is? I called you. Hello? So you could be on my fave again, and you didn't answer. Eddie, we called Hello? you. Hello, I'm in Vegas. I called oh. call eight different people, and they all hung Ain't up on me, so I'm nobody picked salty. up on Marcellus. Uh, nobody are picked up. Right now? Yes, 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 you are on. Oh, it's me and Evan. We're in Vegas. How you guys doing? Oh. Hey, oh, hello, everybody. What was y'all doing? Y'all couldn't pick up the phone. Where were we at? At the, we were inside uh, Treasure Island. Yeah. No, no, just now. Yeah. Yes, we were. Oh. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to fuss at you. That's all. And now on the show. Now, but the show's over. We're about to go off. Are the... you still recording? Yes, yeah. but we're literally. <laughs> that's all he care about. Literally, we're about to end it. Edward, we're about to do it. This is the, Edward. This is the benediction. It's the benediction. Yes. yes. What I say to one, so I say unto okay. all. Watch. Oh, yeah, church will be over by now. All right. Well. And bye, pray. My fave audience. Okay. Okay. Edward, Edward. says bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie don't care if it's two minutes. He gonna take it. Right, it's my show. <laughs> I'm producer. Bye, Edward. Bye, Evan. All right, call from Vegas. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I want to hear me on the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel about that. He talking about bye, 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 my, my face. <laughs>